Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Unmilitam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha We are members of the Gorya Vaishnav Sampradaya which was established in this present Kali Yoga by Sri Krishna Taitanya Mahaprabhu who is known as Prema Avatar. There are many avatars of Bhagavan. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu particularly distributed Krishna Prema. Namo Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gora Namaha. It is by the inspiration and the desire of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that this Krishna consciousness movement is now spread all over the world. 498 years ago, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu visited Sri Rangam and spent four months here. He passed Chaturmasya. And he would visit the temple of Sri Ranganath Swami daily. Of course, in those days there may not have been so, so much crowd. And he would chant the names of Krishna and dance. And even though this is a great place of bhakti, especially in those days even more so, but the residents of Sri Rangam were astonished at the prem of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Every day when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would enter the temple, he would see one brahmana reading Bhagavad Gita. But this brahmana could not read very well. He was only semi-literate, which for a brahmana is considered shameful. Because a brahmana means brahmana pandit. So even though he couldn't read it very well, Dhritarashtra, Uvacha, he couldn't read very well. But every day he would read the whole Bhagavad Gita. And other brahmanas who were there, some of them would slight him. But he didn't mind that others were criticizing, he just went on reading. Reading, nowadays we think reading means you just read, but actually the word is partam, which means to pronounce. So as he was pronouncing the shlokams of Sri Bhagavad Gita, he would cry. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he saw this and he asked that Brahmana, why are you crying while you are reciting Bhagavad Gita? So that Brahmana replied that, my guru ordered me to recite the whole Bhagavad Gita every day. But I'm not very literate, but anyway I'm attempting to do so. And the uh, philosophy, its obviously it's very deep and for someone who's not very literate, they may have difficulty to understand it. But while reciting the shlokams, I think how Krishna, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, has become the chariot driver of Arjuna, Parthasarati. And considering how the Supreme Lord of all the universes, the most powerful, the, the only powerful person actually, he is Sarva Shaktiman, but he has out of love for his devotee become the servant of his devotee. Considering this, I cannot but cry while reciting Bhagavad Gita. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced that Brahmana and he said, you have understood Bhagavad Gita. <coughs> Bhagavad Gita is known as Gita Upanishad and the Upanishads, they are known to be uh, abstruse and 
subtle philosophy. And in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna discusses uh, many of the topics which arise in the Upanishads. But what is the conclusion of Bhagavad Gita? That is to cry for Krishna. We find in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna describes his devotees. Machita, Madgata, Prana, Bodhayanta, Parasparam, Bhagavad Gita is uh, often misunderstood. We are very fortunate to have received the message of Bhagavad Gita, Unmai Uravil, as it is, from the pure devotee of Krishna, Tua Bhakta. Is that right? And although the topics of Bhagavad Gita, they may seem to be very difficult to understand, when it's properly explained, everything becomes clear, as Lord Krishna himself explains in Bhagavad Gita. Teisham adityavajjyanam prakashiyatiyatparam That just like when the sun rises by the prakasha, by the light of the sun, everything becomes visible, everything becomes clear. So it's actually very clear that the conclusion of Bhagavad Gita is to become a devotee of Krishna, to worship Krishna. Throughout Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna speaks of bhakti to himself. Now, of course, in the modern age, there are many cheetahs who divert people's bhakti to themselves. And there are some people who, with some kind of perverted reflection of bhakti, they uh, induce people to... Blow, it, blow other people up, shoot them, etc. So many strange things go on in the name of God. Of course, in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna induced Arjunan to fight. That was Arjunan's specific duty in his service to Krishna. But that has never in the history of India been misunderstood to mean that everyone should fight and kill others. The point is that everyone should perform their specific duty in the service of Krishna. Swakaramana tam abhyarcha siddhing vindati manavaha. You know that one? Everyone by performing their swakarma, their own prescribed duty, uh, they, by, and in, in this way worshipping Krishna, they, every man can achieve siddhi, full success. Now in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna establishes himself as the Supreme. Matav parataram nanyat kinchidasti dhananda aham sarvasya prabhavo matas sarvang prabhartate and then iti matva understanding this bhajante maam buddha bhava samandita so Krishna is to be worshipped because he is Supreme. There are many vague names in various languages for the Supreme. In Sanskritam also, we have Bhagavan, Ishvara. In English, God. In Hebrew, Jehovah. In Arabi, Allah. So this, these names, they mean the Supreme. But it's not very clear from these names who the Supreme is. It's just like we may say the Prime Minister. So the Prime Minister is a post but the actual person occupying the post at the present time in India is Manmohan Singh. 
So, uh, God, Bhagavan, Ishvara, Jehovah, they give the name of a post. But the person who eternally occupies that post, he never gets voted out and he never dies, is Krishna. In Bhagavad Gita, we find again and again stated, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha, Vyasadev, who is himself an avatar of Bhagavan, establishes that the speaker of Bhagavad Gita is the Supreme Person. But that Krishna is the Supreme Person is revealed by Krishna himself in Bhagavad Gita. So we might say that, well, anyone can call themselves Bhagavan and there are quite a few people making a good business out of that in India at the present time. If you get fed up of your boring job in an office and you want to earn a lot of money easily, just become Bhagawan. You can get, you can invest some, you can get a loan from the bank and invest in an advertising agency and uh, definitely some foolish people will worship you as Bhagawan. Of course, there's only one small problem with this, that after you've finished your game of playing as Bhagawan, uh, you have to go to hell. So it's not very much recommended. But Krishna is actual Bhagavan. Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita 5,000 years ago. He didn't become Bhagavan 5,000 years ago. Uh, Krishna, he is born apparently from Devaki. But he is eternally Bhagavan. Five crore years ago, Krishna was Bhagavan. Five crore years from now and 50 crores and 500 crore years from now, Krishna will still be Bhagavan. And uh, even in... Even five or ten years after these imitation Bhagawans die, they're forgotten. But Krishna is eternally remembered because he is actually Bhagawan. That Krishna is actually Bhagawan is described by Arjunan in Bhagavad Gita. In Bhagavad Gita, Arjunan addresses Krishna, Param Brahma, Param Dhamma, Pavitram Paramam Bhavan, Purusham Shashvatam Divyam, Adi Devam Ajam Vibhum. So, in this way, Arjuna uh, glorifies Krishna. But you may say, well, anyone can glorify anyone else. But then, uh, Arjuna, he brings evidence. Not that I am just saying this. All the rishis, they say that they all accept the fact that you, Krishna, are supreme. And he gives examples. All the great rishis, Devarshi, Narad, Asita, Devala, Vyasa, who can be a greater authority than Vyasa? And Krishna himself is declaring this truth. So Krishna is supreme and bhakti to him is the dharma of the jiva. This is repeatedly stated in various ways throughout Bhagavad Gita. Lord Krishna, as is known in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna discusses karma yoga, jnana yoga, dhyana yoga, bhakti yoga. But he very clearly says, Yoginam apisarve sham madgatein antaratmana shradhavan bhajate yomam same yukta tamomataha. Again and again in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna uh, defines the position of the bhakta and, and of the and of bhakti. Famous verse: Ananyas chintayanto mang yejana pariyupasate teisham nityabhiyuktaanam 
Yogakshemam Bahamiaham Ananya Cheta Satatam Yomam Smarati Nityashaha Tasyaham Sulaba Parta Nitya Yuktasya Yoganaha and Krishna summarizes all the teachings of the Bhagavad Gita at the end. Manmana Bhava Mad Bhaktaha Madhyaji Mangamaskaru Mame Vaishasi Satyante Pratichane Priyosime which is followed by the Charam Slokam, which is not supposed to be spoken in the Sri Vaishnav Sampada. Not publicly not publicly spoken. But we speak it. Let everyone hear this. Lord Krishna says Sarvadhaman Paritya Mame Kamsharangaja Ahang Twa Sarvapape Bhyo Moksha Yishani So everyone should take to Krishna Bhakti. This is the message of Bhagavad Gita. Now you may say, well, some people say you should uh, become a beef eating follower of some other so called path. Everyone comes and says, believe this, believe that. I was uh, raised in a religious culture in which I was told that if you don't believe this, you go to hell forever. And when I asked why that should be so, if God loves us, why should he send us to hell forever? Then I was told, don't ask questions. But we find the whole Bhagavad Gita unfolds due to Arjunan asking intelligent questions. When Arjunan expresses his doubts, Krishna doesn't say, shut up or I'll throw you into hell. But he answers. Arjunan has intelligent questions and Krishna, being the supreme authority, gives factual answers. Krishna never asks us to accept anything by blind faith. And this is why intelligent people all over the world are accepting Bhagavad Gita as it is. Because it ex- it, in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna explains scientifically our existential position. When I say scientifically, that means, as stated in Bhagavad Gita, Hetu Madhyavinishchitai. That means that uh, the, the cause of everything is clearly ascertained. Everything is explained clearly. Science means the study of cause and effect. So Lord Krishna explains how uh, everything we do has an effect. And because we are conscious living beings, we have to purify our consciousness. From consciousness comes action. From action comes reaction. It all becomes very complex. This material world is very complex. But we can uh, cut through all these complexities by the simple act of Mame Kamsharanam Raja, surrendering wholly and solely to Krishna. So, we are not promoting Bhagavad Gita as a Hindu scripture. Because actually the word Hindu is not in Bhagavad Gita or in any of the Vedas or Ramayana or Mahabharata. It's a modern, non-Sanskrit word. Modern means few hundred years. But Bhagavad Gita is meant for everyone. Mamai Vangsho Jiva Loke Jiva Bhuta Sanatanaha Every living being is part and parcel of Krishna. That is why people from diverse backgrounds all over the world can take to this path of Bhagavad Gita. So we don't ask you to accept the teachings of Bhagavad Gita blindly. 
Bhagavad Gita is the one, if we say there are several great religious books of the world, Bhagavad Gita is the only one which speaks to the intelligence of the human being. It is the only uh, world scripture which scientifically explains the uh, relationship and the different factors of Ishvara, Jiva, Kala, Karma and Prakriti. These are the principal subjects of Bhagavad Gita. So we are saying to you, don't accept Bhagavad Gita blindly. Take it, study it carefully and understand it with the intelligence given to you by Bhagavan. This is how Bhagavan presented Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna. Now, Bhagavad Gita to be understood properly must be presented properly. One reason there is so much confusion in what is called the Hindu religion is because Bhagavad Gita has not been presented properly. And the very fact that so many bogus people can call themselves Bhagavan and that so many stupid people believe them is proof that people are in gross ignorance of spiritual knowledge. If we heard so much about Hindus converting to Christianity or Islam or whatever, don't be surprised. If you have all these fools and rascals masquerading as Bhagavan and just cheating people, then don't be surprised if people convert to some if from one tenth class representation of religion to another. Because Hindus have allowed this pristine, quintessential Vedic knowledge to be misrepresented, then it's not surprising that people will go from one pack of cheaters to another. So the real solution for all the problems of all societies is found in Bhagavad Gita if it is understood as it is. So when we say Bhagavad Gita as it is, we don't mean, well that's exactly what it means. It means without any personal interpretation. Presented exactly as Krishna presented it to Arjuna. And that has Shakti. If we change the message, then it becomes useless. But if we present the message as it is, then it's very powerful because Bhagavan is all-powerful. So please, please take Bhagavad Gita as it is from the book table here and study it with the intelligence that Bhagavan has given you. And of course, Bhagavad Gita, it's not just a book to be understood on the intellectual platform. But just, just like uh, Krishna, he spoke Bhagavad Gita to incite Arjuna to act in the proper way. So we have to apply those teachings in our lives. In this Kali Yuga we can do so according to the version of Bhagavad Gita. Satatam Kirtayantomam by chanting the names of Krishna constantly. That is the path of Bhagavad Gita. That is the path of Bhakti for the, mod- for the modern age. So we'll finish this program with uh, Kirtan and Prasad is being distributed on the side here and Please visit the bookstore. Ramanandri 